It's happening. It's happening. The sun's getting, it's a little warm right now on that couch. It caught me straight in the face. Yeah, it's real hot over there. Other random thing I learned, ketchup used to be sold as medicine. Oh, for what? Yeah. Wait, I actually think I have it because this blew my mind when I randomly saw it. Ketchup was sold in the 1830s as medicine. In 1834, it was sold as a cure for an upset stomach by an Ohio physician named John Cook. Except, of course, a dude named John Cook sold ketchup. It wasn't popularized as a condiment until the late 19th century. Wow. Yeah, no, I would have lived with an upset stomach. I don't know. I don't fuck with ketchup. She said, just look at your, uh, <laughs> let, just let my stomach burn. Right. I'm good. Give me some, when did Sprite become the <laughs> medicine for an upset stomach? Ginger ale? Ginger ale, Sprite. Is it like all the clear ones? Yeah, because it's basically the sugar water. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be an old wives tale too. I for sure did not realize that like ginger, Canada dry was a legit soda i always thought it was medicine mm, yeah yeah <laughs> totally so when i saw somebody actually drink and i think it wasn't until i was an adult actually at a bar and somebody got like a ginger ale and something yeah and i saw them open i was like wait you're like that's not what I was like, that's medicine <laughs> like, and then you realize it has like a hundred grams of sugar in it and you're like yeah. that's definitely not medicine <laughs> i had um a thing of i think outside of root beer my favorite drink is uh vanilla coke and I looked wow. at the back of it, and it has a hundred and forty-eight percent sugar. Oh <laughs> like, my Wait, god! What? Yeah, how you get more than a hundred percent? It's just ridiculous. A serve, it's the hundred forty-eight percent of the recommended. Yeah. Amount. I'm like, so, so it's how's this legal? Right. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole conversation. How food, food and healing can be another topic. Oh my god! Yeah, that one hundred percent. Like, oh my god, all this stuff works. So today we're. Oh my god, that sun just popped me right. It in is the face. popping. Do you want to um, move into the shade? I'm actually just going to suffer. Okay. Oof. So today, or whatever time you're watching and watching, you're listening to this. I now say good time. Instead of be like, good day or good night, it's like, good time. Oh, nice. Because that covers all my bases. Okay. Uh, we're talking about impact versus intent. Mm-hmm. And. Speak on it. This is something I'm always wondering about mm-hmm. constantly, mm-hmm. maybe too much. Mm-hmm. Shout out to hyperfixation. Um, <laughs> in that, what is it in, in like the legal system, at least in the U.S., it's so much like oh criminal intent or like what was like mm. the intent of what they did yes and i'm always like i don't give a damn about that intent that much like the impact so the first thing we're talking about is what matters more to you the person's intent or the impact they do or say like has on you mm. i mean if we're thinking about it from a healing perspective yeah because we out here trying to heal Nowadays, I try to remind myself that, like, at the end of the day, neither of them matter. Oh. There's there's (laughs) nuance. There's nuance, as always. I guess you could say they both matter and neither of them matter because what ultimately matters is how I feel, which maybe is more of the impact. But there's also stuff that I feel about the intention. And so part of it for me is, like, which story do I want to hold on to most? As in like, Ooh. 
most situations, not most, a lot of situations that you find yourself in, you won't actually ever know the truth of the impact and the intent. Sometimes you will. Wait, what do you mean? Like, if someone does something to hurt me, Mm -hmm. no, sorry, let me rephrase that. If someone does something and it hurts me, I very kind rephrasing. I won't always know what their true intention was. Yes. Right. Unless they decide that they are grown enough to have that conversation with me. And over the last few years, I have to admit the biggest pains that I've encountered have been with people who aren't grown enough to talk about why they've done what they've done. Yeah. I, however, am empathetic enough and understanding enough and I've done enough work to zoom all the way out. In fact, a shaman once told me, he's like, you're like a condor. You have a perspective that's beyond what most people can see. That is very pretty. And I was like, okay, is that good? Because that can be painful. (laughs) Yeah, someone who loves birds. And confusing as fuck. And so it's like when I think I've referenced a few I times. Lied. I'm going to go sit right over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what you got to do. Your thing. I've referenced this kind of situation that happened a couple years ago that resulted in kind of, you know, the community that I knew just falling apart for me, at least. Yeah. And the person who incited this and I responded, it did take two, but. He did the kind of provocative thing that kicked this all off. As painful as his actions were and as deeply like rippling the effects were, I still can sit here today. And I knew the moment it happened. I knew five minutes after it happened what his perspective on it was. I knew what his intention was. I knew what it felt like for him because I knew him well enough to know that he thought he was doing the best thing possible. Damn. And for him, it was really hard in a lot of ways because he yeah. didn't want to hurt. I know he didn't want to hurt me. Yeah. He just didn't have the gift of the condor. He wasn't able to zoom out enough and, to understand that by doing X, it would hurt me in X, Y, Z, and A yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah. He thought X would lead to W. Yeah. And... So it's funny because I was really, really pissed at him for a few months, but then I kind of just didn't feel anything because I was like, it doesn't Hmm. actually matter what he did. What matters is that like I'm sitting in like that moment. Yeah. I'm sitting in that moment. I'm sitting and trying to figure out if he cares about me as a friend, why would he do this? But I also already kind of know why he would do it because I know him well enough But then he victimized himself and made him the victim. And that I didn't understand why he would do fully and like all these things. And I was just sort of like, it doesn't do me any good to worry about his intentions. I don't know. I guess it's like it was helpful for me to think about his intentions because I could then understand them. But that didn't make me feel any better. Yeah. Yeah. And the outcome of it in the end has given me a sort of freedom that I didn't have before in terms of I can now see people Mm -hmm. for who they are instead of with the rose colored glasses that I always used to see them with. Yeah. I think that's really dope. And that's 
helpful. Helpful. Super helpful. Because <laughs> like, I think I probably got taken advantage of a lot because I was wanting to believe the best in people always. And so while the impact of his actions were really, really hurtful and really like turned my life upside down in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm still very blessed. I still have a lot of wonderful things in yeah. my life. What is it? But a lot of like life-changing things were a result of his action. I also now feel infinitely wiser and more prepared for the world, almost as if That's it lovely. were like faded. Mm-hmm. And hilariously, I just read this quote to you before we started recording <laughs> that said, life Life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And Ooh. I kind of was like, I hate shit like this. <laughs> Is this another like credited the Gandhi ass quote? <laughs> Gandhi apparently made all of those quotes. I'm like, no, no. We'll talk about Gandhi's shortcomings in another episode. I heard he be on bullshit. Um, um, yeah, they all But that is one of those things to where I'm just like that one, that quote, it's one of those things where I feel as if I understand what the the aim is with that or mm-hmm. what the intent is to that mm-hmm. then i think about the impact of like it's a lot of shit that i need to have before me then yes <laughs> no i agree that? give me the quote that tells me how to make these things happen for yes me. yes no i agree and if i were to look back on a lot of other moments in my life they all suck they were all hurtful they were all painful But I guess what I mean when I say I get to pick the story I want to embrace, Mm -hmm. I can either sit in the pain and spin on the, well, why did they do it and hurt so bad and which one is this and that. At the end of the day, I just get to choose. Yeah. I get to choose if I want to forgive someone. I get to choose if I still want to love them. I get to choose if I still want to be friends with them. And how much of myself I give them moving forward, given what they did, if anything at all. So I don't know. I always try to go there because I guess there have been too many situations where there's no clear answer on impact versus intent. Now, it doesn't mean that people don't fuck up. and You can't (laughs) be like, I don't care what your intentions were. That was fucked up. That was still wrong. He still did some shit. Yes. Like, like, to that whole story, it don't mean what he did was okay. Yeah, yeah. It means that I found peace in myself, mm-hmm. and I don't care anymore about the impact and intent. I care about making sure that I'm not carrying either, yeah, like, either of it with me. Seems being taken care of. Yeah. Like, I'm looking, I got to look out for me. Yeah. Okay, that made me think a bit more than I expected. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I do believe my view on it definitely stems from it's always stayed with me, but I think learning more about like how my mind works, especially being neurodivergent. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the more annoying things I've found about like the few people I'll talk to and be like, oh yeah. And like, if it comes up somehow, or if I know that I'm speaking in a manner that's like matter of fact or just how I talk, mm-hmm. I will let people know at times, like, hey, I just want to let you know that, like, I am autistic and that how you might perceive what I'm saying is has something behind it. Like, I'm just telling you what it is to me. Right. And it's been funny to <laughs> how some people that have known me for years, they're like, oh, yeah, that shit makes sense. And I'm like, hold on. And you ain't said nothing this whole time. Like, God damn it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Wait about the autism. Yeah. But then it's a thing to where... I think about intent and impact in that Mm. 
the thing with it all to me is assumption. Yes. Is that like so I think the vast majority of all communication between neurotypical people, I'll just say, is based off of assumption. Mm -hmm. I just realized so much in the last say like four months of how so many people assume some shit as opposed to just asking. Yeah. Just going like, oh, what did you mean by that? Or like, can you break it down for me? Right. Or, or even saying, I didn't understand that. Right. I'm in a too many damn group chats and I will look at times to where someone will say something and the example I'll give is acronyms. I loathe acronyms because I'm like, I don't know what this means yeah. because they have like 32 different meanings. How Wait, come you can't just say the example. word? Like, I don't know, like, I know LOL. Cool. Got it. <laughs> oh, one was, uh, I've seen it. Oh, this was really good because it was in different group chats by different people but they said very similar things it was like white women but it was yt oh yes women yes yes and i just stared at it for a good like five minutes like what the fuck is yt yt women i'm thinking like yg maybe like maybe talk about somebody yg was dating because this ain't landed for me and in both of these individual group chats someone else was like what do you mean yt women and then one person just followed like, oh, my bad, white women. I'm like, okay. And then in my head, it's like, we just spent 10 messages in 20 minutes trying to figure out what you meant. Well, you could have just typed it out. We would have been good. And then in another, I don't even remember what happened in that one, but it was just really interesting because it then started making me think of the intent that the person had hmm. and the impact that it had. Hmm. And it made me think like, Intent is always, I feel for the most part, I'm always assuming. Yeah. Like I'm always going like, yeah. did you mean to do it that way? Like, ah, and then even if you tell me, I got to make this judgment call on if I decide to believe you or not. Yeah. Your impact is a fact for the, is as close to a fact as I think it, you can have. Yeah. I'm behind you and you walk in a place and you close the door in front of me. Yeah. Your intent was just like, oh, like, I didn't mean to do that. It's just a habit for me to close the door. Yeah. But the impact is, motherfucker, you just closed the door in front of me. Like, yo, <laughs> I always say intent, I have to guess, impact I live with. Hmm. And I believe more and more that, like, I wish more people thought about the impact that their actions would have. Right. Because... That's the thing I actually have to wrestle with. That's the thing I have to decide if I want to dig into or if I want to just be like, oh, okay, whatever. Or yeah. when something else comes up that reminds me of that, it's the impact that I'm being reminded of. Yeah. Like, that's where the trauma or the like blissfulness, be it a good or bad thing. And that's where I lean more towards the impact matters far more to me than the intent because yeah. I think of the times to where my intent was never to do anything like remotely harmful, negative, mean, any of that stuff. But I did a thing and that's how it impacted a person. Right. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So what about those moments when you can't always know? Because I think there's assuming that happens in both. Mm -hmm. There's probably more assuming that happens in intent usually based on like how well you know a person or yeah. you know, your relationship yep. with them and i think knowing impact is so much harder sometimes unless you really really know a person well 
it can also be really hard to know what the impact of certain things will be. Like I always say, I used to expect men to know how to love me. What does it mean to love me the way that I want to be loved? And that's silly because unless they ask me, they can't know, right? To your point about these assumptions. But they would make assumptions. And, (laughs) you know, every now and then they would get it right. It's because I don't think I ask for a lot, but there's a reason I'm single. Um, (laughs) And, yo, my car, tangent, the guy who services my car at the Lexus dealership, he's always like, you're single because you're too picky, aren't you? Oh, you're too wow. hard on men. And I'm like, Thanks, yes, Angel. Like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Is that what we going for, Angel? <laughs> Angel. He's my guy. I love him, though. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't disagree, but I'm curious. Yeah, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on the fact that you can't always know. And you don't know. There's not always a chance. There's often a chance to ask people. What's up, Miles? <laughs> She's back. But you can't. Sometimes life moves and things happen and you can't always know what it is a person expects or what might hurt a person versus what might make them feel comfortable. I think you can know if we worked harder to know that. If we worked harder to ask questions. I was with a group of people and someone, this woman, she said how if a man doesn't like stand on the whatever side it is when you're walking on this street. oh the street side yeah, yes it was just, it was like oh like love when a man does that like it's a it's a rap for me it's a i mean <laughs> in my mind i'm like yo you need to be a rap that like that's your thing that's your thing i just like do you tell them though like do you let it be known that hey chivalrous things are important to me mm-hmm. and they're just like well i shouldn't have to tell them then i'm like well you setting everybody up for failure yeah. you're setting yourself up to be annoyed and be like uh and then you setting this person up because they're like oh it's like well it shows me like the way you were raised or your upbringing i'm like so then now we holding against a person the way they were raised like they didn't have no damn control over that She's going after his mama now yeah so it was the thing where <laughs> I'm like, maybe his dad or both i understand or at least to me i understood yeah. what i had an idea of what the intent was yeah but i'm like the impact is I'm like there's probably a lot of people who actually could or probably would work great with each other it was just a matter of one or both parties didn't know themselves well enough to communicate it or they did and they still didn't communicate it right so for me impact is i always know what the impact is on me yeah the impact on another person if i do a thing i'm like that's for them to help me better understand yeah so i'm like i always You'll do your best going yeah, into it to not I'll cause ask harm you, if i see like oh shit that made you feel a certain way I'll ask, yo, you good? <laughs> and if you tell me not, nah, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, that's yeah. on you. I'll in two weeks you hit me up like, yo, you made me feel this way because I'm like, bro, I asked you. Yeah, but it's also also tell me, you know what? I don't know. Give me a moment. Yeah, I'm. I gotta let it sit for a minute and I'll get back to you. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, so that's for me when I think about being like misunderstood or feeling. In times where I feel like I don't get grace and I think and go like, damn, they're totally assuming my intent right now. They're totally assuming what Mm -hmm. I mean as opposed to just asking me. And that's where I think the impact is such a huge part because- No, I agree. I think when I think of impact, I think of trauma. Yeah. It's like a synonym damn near to me. Yeah. And- 
I keep thinking about a lot more lately because just from like doing the podcast, I've had a few men reach out to me and say things that that. were really fascinating in that one that they listened. Yeah. And then two, it made them question things about themselves. Mm. And then the last thing was or is Miles, you're getting real close, girl. Sometimes she loves to step on a keyboard. She's like, look here. You put it near me. I'm going for it. Yeah. Come on. Come hang out with me. <laughs> I had to get Miles, y'all. We're coming back. But like to figure out, oh, you're now the impact that this has had on you is you examining shit that you're doing. Right. So that like prompted me to go like, That's oh, beautiful. wow. That's beautiful. And then it's also a thing to where it turns into <laughs> the generic oh, you being woke or something like that. I'm like, well, one, you don't know the original definition of the word woke. Like, it literally means be vigilant. Like, Wait, you, people have told you that because of the podcast, you're trying to be woke? Yeah, it was really funny. I was like, whoo, you definitely don't know me then. <laughs> it was great because I got to give them like a really cool history lesson. I'm like, well, you know the word woke. What it right. means is that like black folk would say to each other to let you know like, yo, them folks out here, like be vigilant, mm-hmm, stay aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting how those things pop up today and how it feels like i'm in the matrix when i hear people talk um someone sent me like a video and it was a woman talking about like hey here are the like top 10 things that a woman would love like a man doing or something like that Mm. and one of them was if they were like she needs to feel protected by a man Mm. and it was really really interesting in that she's like yeah so if we go somewhere and we're like sitting down to eat i shouldn't have to like worry or be aware you should just take care of all that in my mind i'm like that is the scariest shit i've ever heard i need you to be aware as well because i can't see everything wow it's like i should just feel protected i should just feel good and i'm like do you know how stressful it is to just as someone who's like this that everywhere i go i am constantly like this is going that's happening this person here that person gave me this look they got this energy i'm like Yo, yeah. no, I wanted to be like, well, one, let's not be in environments where we don't feel like that. <laughs> and then two, right. where are y'all going to eat? Can you yeah. pick some new places, please? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, too, it should also be it's a partnership. Like we should be looking out for each other. Right. It's been really interesting to hear the different ways we all perceive these things based upon upbringing and yeah. just like things we've gone through. Yeah. But then I keep just landing on like, nah, that impact, that's the one that just sticks with me the most because I think of the things I've gone through in the last six months. The impact of it has been very hard. Yeah. It, it was a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. Yeah. And losing people just through like death that I'm like, these are people that I, I am deeply, like this is my family. Yeah. And then losing someone else that I'm just like, oh, wow, this is, like, I thought we was on a journey. Yeah. And it's like the impact that sticks yeah. to then now I work to be very, very intentional with who I'm around. Yeah. Where I'm going. Yeah. What like. As you should. When it's conversations where I'm just like, I'm good. I'm out, y'all. Yeah. And it's that. And I also am being aware of the impact that I think I might be having on people. Right. I was out with a group of friends. And someone made like a dumb trans joke. Mm. And I know in the past, I would just call you out. Right. It's like, yo, that was stupid. Like that, that shit ain't cool. Yeah. And then I started thinking of like, you know what? I care about this person. 
and I don't believe this person is actually like mean spirited like this. Yeah. Let me ask, like, help me understand why you thought that was the joke to make. Yeah. And it led to a cool conversation, and I could see it making them think. Mm. And this is someone who has their own things going on. And I'm like, so if someone made a joke about this about you, you'd probably be ready to go, right? They were right. like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so- Why are you doing that to other people? Yeah, just, just because they ain't around here don't mean it make it any cooler. Yeah. But it was just a thing of, I understood that some of the other people with us, they're comedians and they're on the, I can't say what I want to say. I'm like, no, you can say oh, whatever the hell you want to say. It just, now people just saying shit back to you. Yes, <laughs> like, that's the difference. You can go out and keep making these jokes. Yes. It's just like, you probably not going to have the audience size you want. Right. Or the people that will be your fans, you probably don't want them as your fans. Right. And it just brought it back to thinking about like that intent because, or that impact, like, I felt that because I'm like, yo, I know people from this community. Mm -hmm. And even if I didn't, right. it's still just a whack ass joke. Right. <laughs> like, right. Okay. Yeah. I think in this day and age, if you can't make a joke that it's not at someone else's expense, you're not funny. Yeah. I'm like, there's too like, many things in life. Be that smart. Chappelle back in the day. It was like a social commentary yes. that very much captured. Like, you see how absurd this shit is? Yes. That was like, yes. I'm rich, motherfuckers. I'm about to do this. Yes. I'm like, damn. Because he spoke truth to power, not truth to people below him or whatever not yeah. that anyone's below him but you know so the thing that has made me start thinking about now is just like the way the legal system works wait hold on we gotta pause because you just said pause. a lot <laughs> pause. you just said a lot i want to respond to some of the things you said first of all yes absolutely i think that at the end of the day when you're trying to assess how to move forward in relationship with someone impact has to be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And what I think what's interesting is that everything you're highlighting boils back down to communication, oh which I think God. we've talked about a few times. And being in healthy and safe relationships requires a large amount of communication. And it's funny because I think when you're a kid, or at least for me, I'll speak for myself, I always heard that like a good relationship requires communication, communication. Mm -hmm. And no one ever talks about what, what exactly yeah. you need to be communicating yeah. about. And so you just think that you're supposed to be sitting there talking all yeah. the time. And it's like, no, actually, it's very intense. Yeah. <laughs> what are we eating for dinner tonight? You know, like the royal they, I think we're trying to say is that you need to be talking about the things that matter. Who are you? What do you like? What do you need? How do you stuff. feel? The very yeah. uncomfortable stuff and that's the annoying thing about like meme culture and a culture that like I was laughing because every time I tell someone that I'm writing a book nine times out of ten people are like oh let me know if you need someone to read it and I'm just kind of like mm, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> tell me the last time you read a book ma'am what book did you read last Yo, sir that is like people real. don't read books and the reason I'm writing a book is because I don't think my story should be told in tweets i don't think my story should be told yeah, they in, serve a purpose and it's like right no, that that ain't it because there's nuance and there's complexity in me and my story mm -hmm. and i don't think that any of us should whittle ourselves down to our ig feeds right like yeah we are more complex we have it's different not needs accurate either. it's not accurate well yeah that's for sure and then to the idea of like women needing to feel protected i just i mean 
Yeah, we should be talking about what protection means to you yes. and does that yes, fit that. for this relationship? And Don't just put it on me like I got to feel like if some shit pop off, I ain't got to yeah. worry about nothing. I'm like, shit, I got to feel like that too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, I'm not trying to get hurt tonight. You no, know, John Wick. I'm just trying like, to eat my sushi. Yeah, like they got the ballerina movie coming out. <laughs> like they got female assassins too. Like, yes, yo. yes. Before you went on, I wanted to just reinforce that like so this, this idea work. of like communication and work it's so wild impact or intent or whatever the way i started the conversation was mostly like for me solo dolo trying to heal Mm -hmm. i'm letting go of all of it and focusing on me but if we trying to stay in relationship with each other whether it's friends or lovers or whatever there better be communication because if you're showing me that you're acting a fool and you don't care that i'm hurt i'm out my dad my bird dad my dad it didn't click to me how much of an impact he had or he has on my life because we had a decent amount of time away from each other. And it was fascinating because what I always remembered about him and like I talked to him. Yeah, I talked to him earlier yesterday was that he never like tolerated me not expressing myself. Mm, same. One. And at first... I didn't really understand it because the environments from like if I spent time with him to then going back to my birth mom, they were just drastically different. Mm -hmm. Just energy wise, just everything was just different. And with her, it was much more discipline, strict, structure. Yeah. You stay in this lane. Yeah. And with him, there was still discipline and structure, yet. I feel like a lot of my creativity comes from him Mm. because it was this thing to where like I got exposed to so much stuff, be it like uncles and stuff or artists and things. But it was also, I don't think he'll he'll remember this, but I remember I was pissed at him one time. (laughs) I was just so mad. And we were doing like working on a car and I was intentionally like moving crazy slow with like everything. (laughs) Why? And because I knew it would annoy him. Like, oh. I just knew like, like, oh, yeah. How old were you? I was probably like 12, oh, 13. Okay. So you're being a normal child. Yeah, I was just like, nah, like, bro, like, I'm taking my time. <laughs> and growing up, him, Big Daddy, my grandpa, my, one of my OGs, since I was as young as I can remember, we would be in the garage together. Like, I was in charge of making sure all the tools were organized and stuff. Like, I knew every tool. I would mm. be the dude, the little helper that would get them for him. So he knew that, like, I knew everything he was telling me. Mm. Like, you've been doing this since you were a child. And I'll never forget it. He just called me out. He was like, yo, why is he, why are you moving so slow? <laughs> and in my brain, I'm like, all right, there's a few ways I can do this. I could be honest. I don't know how to say what I want to say to him, though. Uh, or I could just come up with something and just be like, oh, my bad, like, whatever. Yeah. And me being me with him, which is like, oh, no, I got to give him a jab. Like, I got to give him <laughs> Like, I, I can't let this opportunity pass. I'm sorry, Dad. I was a little ass. <laughs> and I don't remember what I said, but it wasn't direct. Hmm. And... That moment forever sticks in my head because he looked at me mm. and in my mind, I'm like, damn, he about to give it to me. Mm. He was just like, come here. And he pulled me away from like my siblings and like my cousins and stuff. Everybody was in the garage and he just looked at me and he's like, what? Look at He's like, I don't know if I've said this to you like as straight as I could, but don't ever 
not express yourself to me mm. and like the moment he said it it just stuck with me wow and i have never forgotten it i remember he had some damn gray sweats on. i remember like everything he had on because it just like such a pivotal moment for me and the impact of it was was that he was always and is always someone i have no problem telling anything yeah he had created this environment for me he would always say, like, I don't care if you got to curse, scream, cry, punch a wall, break something. You better do it. Wow. But then when you come to me, you better let me know what caused all that. Wow. And thinking about, like, the communication and then intent and impact, that was a thing that just, like, kept coming back to me. I'm like, why is it that this is so crucial to yeah. me? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because... If we didn't have that moment, I don't know how it would be today. Yeah. Because it then changed the way I just like went about everything. Oh, I mean. I'll tell you how it would be. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I had the opposite. <laughs> like, <laughs> I learned very early on how to read a room. And I didn't realize that that's what I learned. But that's what mm, I learned, right? That's really powerful. And to cater to everyone else's emotions so that they wouldn't do hurtful things. Or they wouldn't lose their shit, right? So, like, for me, it was not about expressing myself, but it was about suppressing everything. And regardless of what someone else did, because it was apparent, it became about understanding and empathizing their intention. Wow. Because... What else was I going to do? Yeah. Right. I was a kid. And so it built me into a hyper overly empathetic person, which is perhaps why I go so far into the space of like, I can't think about either of them. I just have to worry about me. Yeah. yeah. That's understandable because you feel in so much like radar. It's all over. Like I could immediately if you did something right now that hurt me. Before probably even identifying that I'm hurt, I would be able to identify your intention. That's because I'm like. As like a protection mechanism, (laughs) right? Like to protect myself, I would automatically justify your behavior Mm. so that I wouldn't have to feel hurt and then we could move on merrily. I think there's maybe 10 people in my lifetime that I could remotely say I would probably do that for. Yeah, it would be like instances. It wow. wouldn't even be like, oh, just those ten people, because I my brain is just like that. Just fucked me up right now. <laughs> I know I f- feel a lot of energy and yeah. see sound and stuff, and that's like a totally different level of just being vigilant. Yeah, it coming from a place of like survival and protection. Yeah, I'm like, no one should have to. That's fucking patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> yes, yes, patriarchy that impact, and, that's, and trauma. That's, and that's the work that I've had to do. That's what yeah. I've had to unwind, unlearn, undo, whatever you want to call it. The like taking up enough space to just say, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I like. Mm-hmm. So that my partner, those around me can understand Yo, boom. how okay. to act yeah. so that there aren't harmful intentions or impacts. It literally has been the work of my last few years. It's a thing because... I remember someone was like, oh, you don't have boundaries. And I was just like, you like, what? Like, <laughs> you ain't telling me what causes you anything. Mm-hmm. It's not until something happens that you then are like, ah, I'm hurt. And mm-hmm. then you pissed at me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you let me know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Or if you 
realize something hurts you that you didn't know hurt you before, hey, communicate yeah, about let it me know. and be like, oh, I guess I never told you that this would hurt me, but and, it does. And I'm like, I'm going to make an adjustment. And that's a thing to where even with the way I communicate, just the way I am, do my best to try and make it be in any of my relationships. But like, you can always come to me. I think anyone mm. that like has a relationship with me, mm. especially if it's whatever they want to deem it close or not, or just enough to be like, you can call me or just like hit me up. I feel, and I'm doing my best to not to make assumptions, but I feel safe assuming that they know they can come to me and tell me if I've done something mm. that's made them feel whatever way. Mm-hmm. Like the way they might handle it, I might not be cool with. Like someone sent me on my birthday last year, like the very, I took it as passive aggressive as message. Oh, and, <laughs> I remember this story. And in my mind, I remember reading it and I just went like, oh, I just really felt more for them than yes. like anything. I was like, this don't feel really about me and more yes. like things you working with. Yes. And I'm just the thing that's there. Yes. But it was to me, it was like, okay, your intent was to wish me happy birthday. Yes. You also put a bunch of other stuff in this message that made the impact be like, motherfucker, what? This yeah. ain't a birthday message no yeah. more. This yeah. is you feeling some type of way. <laughs> Projecting it all onto Yeah, me. like you could just be like, yo, I just want to be closer homies. Can yeah. we do more stuff together or something? Like, I don't yeah. know. And I'm like, and if the way my cadence doesn't work for you, yeah. just Let's say talk that. about it. And we good. Yeah. Like, and then I will either decide to make the effort to increase the amount of time I see you or I'll let you know like nah this is just how I move yeah a person's ability to have those uncomfortable conversations is directly related to how much work they've done yes. to understand just like I just told you yep. this is why I struggle like it's funny I think this podcast has helped me realize your progress I hope my progress and the <laughs> <laughs> and the scale of sort of larger progress in general of like people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I won't say more because I'm not trying to offend anybody. It's just interesting. It's interesting. I don't know if you feel this way, but like mm. it feels as I do my work, I kind of assume, yo, I'm just like realizing things as I'm thinking about them. That'd be the best. As I do my work. I tend to assume that I'm the last one to be doing it. Oh, ooh. And that I'm the one catching up to people around me. And I've learned, nah. I'm starting to finally acknowledge that it might be the opposite. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> about to say that. I was definitely. It it's might like, be the opposite. Yeah. So I think a lot of, it's the thing where like therapy, people talk about therapy now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a difference between going to therapy, actually <laughs> investing in it, doing the shit after you leave your therapist, yeah. and then creating habits to like work with those Sustain healthier tendencies. Like, yes. So I'm like, I know, and I get tired of folks when they're just like, well, no, my therapist said, I'm like, they said it to you. Yeah. Like, your situation is not my situation. Yes. <laughs> you can use that as an anecdote to help me maybe better understand what you're talking about. Yeah. But like, my G. Yeah. Let's keep it here because I'm like, if you really talk to your therapist, did you just let them know you say a bunch of misogynistic shit? Like, you ain't saying that to them. Like, that part. Uh, I think that is something because... It just reminds me of like when you become aware of a thing, you start seeing it everywhere. Yeah. And you just can't not see it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the challenge for me is that I already know that I am different. Mm. And not in this way, oh, I'm a special snowflake. Like, well, I am, but still. You are a special snowflake, <laughs> like, 
I'm like, I'm cool. Like, I'm, I'm comfortable with you are. being me. Good. And it just is that thing of like just finding that community of people who you don't necessarily have to think like I think. Right. Like we have an understanding of like some baseline things of where to me, it's just like, yeah, if it gets uncomfortable and I think that might be the impact of a lot of things I've gone through in life is that I feel like at times I'm far too comfortable with having uncomfortable mm. conversation. I was kind of go back and like, damn, is, am I bugging? Like, should you be like this, like cool or willing to have these awkward, uncomfortable conversations? No. And then I would just, I've been stopping myself more and more like that ain't a thing to worry about. Like, or it's, it's just, not the person to worry about it with because yeah. they're not there yet. Mm -hmm. But it still will be a thing to where I will think about it a lot. It's like, mm. huh. I've had a couple in the last few weeks with folks to where I let them know, like, hey, this is where I am. This is what, like, I'm dealing with in life. This is where I want to go. Yeah. Right now, I don't believe that, like, our paths are moving in a direction that says like we'll be really like just in community like that with each other just like have that type of relationship you've said that to people yeah recently yeah and a couple wow. about four people and wow. two people responded with like yo <laughs> yeah like my bad like i'm sorry like i didn't think that like this thing and blah 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 blah. Wow. and then they decided to be vulnerable with me yeah and i'm like that's all i'm asking for right i'm like i hope that especially with people i've known for like a decade plus that you can do that with me yeah because i do my best to try and model it as well to be like someone asked me earlier today like how you feel I'm like man i'm annoyed as a mother right, right. Now. Like, my foot right. hurt right i'm tired i spent a lot of energy social energy yesterday yeah. and like now i'm just stuck <laughs> like a duck and it's a beautiful day outside and oh. i can't get outside but there's something there i think there is something there with one being aware of the impact that we can have on each other yeah. and that's something i just desperately wish that people appreciated and care for more and yeah. the example i gave someone i think it was like yesterday night was like how many of you at this table met beyonce before and like mm. none of them were like no none of us y'all literally use her art to like live your life by it mm. like you Someone was saying how they did, uh, they're a photographer and they did a photo shoot. And it was, and they were like, oh, it's very Beyonce inspired. I'm like, look at the the work that you do yeah. was influenced and inspired by her. Like, that's the impact. And this woman ha has no idea you exist. Yeah. Like, so I think if we all took more care with how we moved yeah. and appreciated the impact that we can have on each other mm -hmm. i think there could be like some beautiful changes that would come from that yeah I and agree. i just really wish that like that can be a come up more of a thing yeah as opposed to like assume positive intent like i ain't assuming shit i'm just gonna ask you <laughs> well yes i'll yeah 100 percent everything you just said and couple that with stop holding yourself to or stop holding ourselves to being perfect even if I do take care with how I move, mm -hmm. I said it in the first episode and I'll say it in everyone till we're done. I'm going to keep hurting you. Yeah, like shit go happen. I'm going to disappoint <laughs> you. I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to be an ass on a Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And can I be easier on myself so that I can talk to you about it mm. and whatever impact I did have on you, can we work through it together? 
Right. That's huge. Yeah. Like that's the. That's where I think the magic is. That's where the magic is. That's what the situation, you know, in the story that I opened with. It's over in that like I have the closure I need to move on. Mm -hmm. But what I think would be, as you say, magical would be if he were to come back and have the conversation to say, yo, I know I made the wrong decision and I didn't handle it as well as I could have. That wasn't what I intended. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I know. <laughs> Word. But can we talk about it? Yeah. That would be kind of dope. Like, that would be a really, like, beautiful, that is a actual ending to that story. Because I think in order to get to there as a man, you got to, like, stop. Oof. And then be like, oh, wait. Yeah. Preach. <laughs> like, oh, shit. That's why I think the damn legal system is stupid when they always okay, talk yeah, about that's intent. that's where you were going. Yes. It well, just, they, don't they usually use brain. it? Have they used it in instances to get people off? Because I've only heard. No, I have not looked See, into yeah, it. See, that's the thing. But I've only heard about it in instances where when it's you're like, like prosecuting someone. Hate crimes. Yeah. Your intention was mm -hmm. you're racist or whatever. Do they use it for I've, I defense? I've been like reading things. And like in some <laughs> cases it comes up. It's like their intent was to do blah, 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 blah. Right. Like but, if you accidentally accidentally yeah. kill someone but then it still goes down to like what you did so wait how does that i'm so curious now like because i'm thinking of like a car wreck maybe your car slid on some ice yeah. and ran into another so you we literally had no control of your car it's but like, you hit someone they die is that where they take it down to like manslaughter yeah, like instead of homicide it's a fascinating thing because it's still so left up the interpretation it's like how well did your attorney argue portray the, argue, and argue your because intent? it's a narrative game yeah. that's what i was saying like, it depends on what story you want to and believe. i'm like hell no nah, we need to be just doing this shit off intent because like <laughs> There's some smooth talking folks out there. I mean, that's, that's the like, thing. Oh yeah, they did this. They got their nice suit on. I mean, look at Gwyneth Paltrow. Yo, she out here. She got. She's she looking like, like a Midwestern wife murderer. Yo, <laughs> as much as as much snake oil as she sell, I'm like, you know what? I love that she got a dollar. That was. I'm amazing. like, fuck it. She don't need money. Yeah. She just needed. Yeah. I, mean, that, I was like, this shit is wild. Look at this yeah. criminal justice system, y'all. This shit is a hot mess. Everything's like, a story, though, yo. And yeah, it's, it's all a story. It's the story, and that's where to me intent is like, nah, you could just whip up some good shit. Like, <laughs> I know me. I know when really I can. need to, I can turn it on. Oh, and yeah. I can woo some people. Oh yeah. I so that to me, I'm like, I know if I can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, intent. No, nah, I'm good. Mm, I used to say I would have made. There are parts of me that still wish I would have just gone to law school because I can argue anything you want me to argue. Because I know how to tell a story. You get the time you start finding some little anecdotes, Ooh, and it's just it's just like, how you put it together. Yeah. It's the what's you it? Put the comma in the right spot. It's a game changer. It's, <laughs> it's old. the tone of your voice. Yeah, you gotta like be soft in the anyway. Look at how, we go look at how she was dressing. Yes. Like, what's the problem? ain't wearing that shit just on the regular, yeah, exactly. regular. Like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all don't get out of here. With her, those, her, like, make glasses. you look regular everyday yes. outfit was still like eight thousand. Like, you know on. it. You know <laughs> like, it. A hundred percent. She was gooped up with the water bottle. Gooped like, up. I do love me some gooped up. <laughs> I look at goop kitchen <laughs> it is so that salad i have from there that shit was delicious i'm saying i spend way too much money at that look place. at you do what it's you want like when you pop nice and clean in my body it feels good That's talk the about thing. the food and the healing that i'm like uh, medicine i think food is medicine mm -hmm. and healing. we'll have to do something on there 
but this is something that like it helps me to be like, oh yeah, you know what? Okay, don't worry about that. Yeah, I like that. I like good. that you say like, no, I just be like, shit, I ain't worried about either. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm worried about me. <laughs> we moving on. I'm not worried about all y'all. There y'all go. Like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh look at that. We did this in pretty good time. Nice. Go us. That was fun. That was a good convo. Yeah, my brain and like it. It'll stop thinking about it in like an hour. I know, right? I'm That's like, how it oh, just I always have works. to listen to this like, for myself. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think right, of that. <laughs> uh, well, folks, there's an Instagram account. It's just Zoe Healing. It's the same name. Y'all got the email address. It's always in the show notes. So y'all can email us stuff. Like, oh, that was great. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah, do all that stuff. Just if it's not five, don't do it. <laughs> if it ain't five stars or whatever the highest rating they have just don't do it we like those uber drivers in india who would always be like five stars five stars and i'm like, like okay sir i just tell folks like closed mouths don't get fed like, like leave a review like you leave a great those review don't Indian just uber leave drivers a review. be hustling yeah if like if you got like a one you just like oh i don't know you can just like, send us an email yeah, we'll, email we'll take like, care of it we'll one-on-one like, all right maybe you can just not listen or something but it's cool <laughs> appreciate y'all all right y'all stay jiggy